welcome to Women in Electronics, the only show that empowers, develops, advocates, and celebrates the accomplishments and advancement of women in the electronics industry. With your host, Jackie Maddox. Well, hello, and thank you for joining us today. I'm super excited to have a special guest in our program. Um, our This is our Women in Electronics Leader and Highlight radio program, and today we have Carla Caldwell as a guest on our show. Women in Electronics is a nonprofit organization set up to empower, develop, advocate, and celebrate women in the electronic component industry. So with that, super excited to have Carla today. And I will turn it over very briefly, Carla, for you to explain what you do, where you work, and how long you've been uh, doing what you're doing. Hi, Jackie. Thanks for having me today. I, I really, I'm honored that you've asked, and I'm glad to be uh, participating today. So thank you for, for doing so. My name is Carla Caldwell. I, I have been in this electronics industry for 25 plus years. I've been here at Allied coming up on my sixth year. I started out in the industry right out of school, went to school at night while I worked in the industry in a variety of roles. Um, goodness, sales operations. I had sales forecasting, managing P&L. I had HR responsibilities, um, quality, like quality teams, which was really interesting. Uh, a lot of CI projects. Um, and then uh, went into sales. And, uh, and, and here I am today. I've had various uh, roles within uh, three large distributors within the, the industry. And I'm uh, glad to be where I am today. I've been surrounded by a lot of great people that have just really a lot of great mentors that were eager and, and so helpful to just share their knowledge with me. Well, so. that is great. And so, Carla, you said that you've been at Allied for six years. What is your current position and what are you trying to accomplish within the Allied um, organization? So today I'm the branch manager for the Fort Worth sales office uh, one thing that is a little bit unique about our branch, um, it, it is a, it's a sizable branch, but I'm also, we're located inside the corporate office. So that does lend itself to some other projects outside of the sales organization at times. And that's been really rewarding for, for me personally. I, I, I like to uh, have a wide variety of projects that I get to be a part of. That's awesome. So with your background in the industry, why was it that, why Allied? What do you feel that their strengths are in our industry? You know, I, I wasn't looking for a job when I came to Allied. I, I was working for a company that I, I really liked. I was with Highland and I really uh, liked that company. But the people uh, of Allied, I, I actually had three different contacts in the industry that reached out to me within a day and a half and said, you need to work here. You need to be a part of this. Mm. They're really doing some things over there. And I think you would be a great cultural fit for them. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll think about that. But I, I got here and the people are just fantastic. They're, there's this spirit when you go through the building and when you talk to different departments, there's this spirit, this mm. get it done attitude without a lot of ego. So it, it's really been a great culture here at Allied. Well, that is awesome. You know, Carla, one of the things I know about you, you had mentioned mentorship. And so one of the things that I wanted to kind of review with you is how critically important that mentorship is. And what I notice with you is you have this ability to mentor people in a way 
even sometimes when they're not asking, but when you step in and you offer something that's very valuable in a very professional way, which is, it's, it's almost like an art. It's very hard to do. But can you speak to a little bit about mentorship and kind of what that's meant to you in your career journey? And also, wh- what is your advice for other people trying to step out and, and, and be the mentors that we all need? Well, first of all, I, again, going back to as far as mentorship, going back, when I came into this industry, again, I was surrounded by by individuals at a very high level that I, I didn't recognize at that time. I, you know, I was, I was young. I didn't realize, you know, working with the CEO or the, the CFO, that didn't really intimidate me because I was too young to know a, a different, but... Um, so I, I became very comfortable with that. And those were some of the people that mentored me, you know, teaching me to read P- to ma- read and manage P&Ls. And, and, and so I learned that from the people around me. And it just comes to me naturally. And, you know, I, my advice on this is as far as men, being a mentor, if you don't have one, get one. Everyone needs a mentor wherever you are. And it doesn't mean that you have to have the president of the company as your mentor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those people are in different departments. They're in different roles. There's knowledge everywhere around you. You just have to be intentional and look. So my best advice, if you don't have a mentor, get one. And at the same time, if you have knowledge or ability that would help someone else, then reach out and offer to share that knowledge with them. So I really think mentorship is about a community that you build around yourself that does happen naturally if it just becomes an innate an innate part of who you are well i love that and and i think it's really critical and important for women to understand too we don't always recognize our natural abilities and talents and what we have to offer Um, So it's so important to offer that, like what you were just saying. Of course, we need to reach out more for mentors, but we also have Mm -hmm. to be willing to be that mentor sometime. And, you know, in our industry, we've had a lot of discussions on leadership and the new face of leadership, um, younger, fresh talent coming up in the industry. You know, I I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, Carla, because you do manage teams. You've seen a lot. What are your views on uh, maybe some leadership styles that have worked, maybe some areas we need to progress in our industry? So what do you think about that? Well, I I think, first of all, I think that with leadership, I think there's a difference in a leader and a manager. And I think leadership is about growing growing and developing other individuals. So if, you know, you could go in and, and, teach someone how to do a task, but what you really want to do is to teach them how to really take that task to a strategic level. How do you teach them? How do you encourage them to think um, for themselves and and what to do? So for that next generation of of leaders, I would say be flexible, be adaptable. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in in a day and age, this day and age, it's technology and automation, but people still do business with people. So I would encourage you to get out from behind that keyboard and engage, mm-hmm. not just, you know, not just for the other people, but for yourself. It really, if you'll start that practice, if you'll make a practice of doing that, let's say once a week, you're working on a project, your head is down and you realize I haven't been out of my office in three days. If you'll just get out, engage with those other departments, even don't stay within your, your circle, get outside 
and it you will find that will it, it feeds you it, it really does and people will start looking at you for knowledge whether you realize or not they just they start coming to you for knowledge and growth and sometimes it's just encouragement sometimes they just need some active listening so i would say look for those resources and be a resource as well but again i think um i, I think that next generation i think You've got to be cognizant that you don't get stuck behind the keyboard too too long. Well, I think that's an excellent point because in this digital world we live in, we do tend mm -hmm. to get stuck behind our computers. And I think that, you know, that's one of the things we're trying to offer with Women Electronics is the uh, networking opportunities. So like you're saying, get out there, whether it's in your own company or outside the company, get out there and start meeting people because ultimately people want to do business with people they like, right? So right, that yes. is really mm -hmm. um, interesting conversation. But also, I wanted to talk to you more as well about diversity and inclusion, because um, a lot of what we're doing at Women in Electronics is to increase that in our industry. So what are the, some of the programs that you have implemented um, at Allied? What are some suggestions you have for things that have worked, maybe some things that haven't worked, and, and how could we unite and all of us come together in just a more progressive fashion? Sure. Um, I, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I think we've come a long way with regards to diversity, but I, I think there's so much more to be done. And, and diversity isn't just race, gender, sexual orientation. Some of it's, it could be your educational background. There are a lot of different layers of diversity. So I, again, we, we tend to stay in our comfort zone and we you know, if we're not careful, we're not intentional, we could end up hiring people because, well, they're just like me. That person's just like me. So then you kind of stay in this, you almost create an island if you're not intentional about managing your your community. And, and you know, we, we learn from people, again, going back, you learn from people from different backgrounds. And, and sometimes we're, we're so quick to judge based on physical mm. appearances. Sometimes that's not really... The way things are, you've got to you've got to step back and really get get underneath there and look and see what's really there. Sometimes there are hidden gems under there that you don't realize is there because it hasn't been brought out in someone before. Right, uh, you know, Carla. Again, that is such a good point, and I really believe leadership has a lot to do with your own personal growth that you bring into the workspace because if you know your own unconscious biases, you know yourself, yeah. you're very self-aware, you can bring that into the workplace. And I think that that's a, an area that maybe in our industry, many leaders have separated professional growth versus personal growth. But what are your mm -hmm. thoughts on that? You know, we, we just had a training yesterday about unconscious bias. Unconscious bias. And, and having said that, I think that again, going back, Park your biases, look underneath what's really under under there, you know, and, and one of the things, you know, we talked about an example, you know, when you're when you're looking to hire someone, take the name off, really look at the facts that are right there and see so that that could encourage you to, again, take away some of that bias that you don't know. Or, you know, sometimes I, I'm sure we've all been asked this to, you know, you reference someone, uh, you, you act as a reference for someone else in another company. Well, just because I 
recommended that person doesn't mean that that's the right person for that particular role or that particular company. There's got to be a cultural fit there. So I really, I think it's getting outside of your comfort zone a little bit Mm -hmm. and being intentional and really hiring the best person for that job, regardless of, of gender, um, your educational background, your race, um, any of those types of biases. There are many, many types of biases. And I I think it's just getting outside of your comfort zone. So it's really a, a personal growth experience. Right. And, you know, I I think that you've been pretty successful. You're a chapter lead as well, right? For women in electronics. Yes. And you've been able to bring things around in a way that really represents the unity that we've been talking about and that we wanted. And you had a situation fairly recently where um, you were able to unite the men and the women through one of our chapter activities. So can you just explain that a little bit and how this all comes around? Sure. Thanks. You know, Jackie, this was uh, a a great highlight for my co-chair and I. We had had a charitable event here in North Texas and uh, for a a local organization that uh, provides for, um, for the less fortunate in our area. And we were we were going through was a, a Chris, uh, an exercise at Christmas, and we had gone in and built kits that were to be delivered to several of the local schools. But at the end of the um, evening, there was um, there was some additional work that needed to be done, uh, some kits that needed to be made. And the director of this charitable organization said, "Oh, I'm going to be here late." Well, one of the ladies um, stepped right up and says, "Well, can we do this?" sure, we can do this. Yeah, I love I love this spirit. Everyone was invited, but they brought it back and we, we actually donated our lunch time, our, our lunch hour. I got out of the way. I let them take it. I let them run, set it up in the conference room. I walked into the conference room, Jackie. There was a slideshow going with the charitable organization, with women in electronics, with Allied, Christmas music playing, and there were just as many men in that room as there were women. And, and it was full. And they knocked this project out in, in just a short amount of time, uh, less than half the time that it was going to take. But in the midst of all of this, all of these things are happening. But there was also a CI project that came into play because one of the young ladies who who happens to um, be in our sales organization, she it wasn't moving fast enough for her. So she figured another way to, to build these kits. And then all of a sudden, Everyone's building the kits the way she was building the kits because it was much faster. So it was bringing bringing people together. The doors were open, so any all departments were involved, and and then there was a CI project in there just for boot. And that was that was so much fun, and everyone's still kind of chattering about it. There was a there was actually a write up in our in our newsletter uh, about this because it was just a great experience and a good example of bringing our people together. And the men were just as excited as the women. Well, that is very exciting. And that is one of the things we're trying to accomplish is unity in the industry. And one final thought, I think we have time for one more question, Carla. What is the advantage, since we're talking about this, of of an organization like Women Electronics at Allied or any other diversity, progressive type of of movements, what are you seeing is the value and the benefit right here, right now in our industry? I think that sometimes the the purpose of the organization 
or these these women-led organizations could be a little bit misread. And, and I'll speak from women in electronics. We are together to, to build up ourselves, to grow, to empower not only ourselves, but those around us. And it's not about um, necessarily gender, although those, those are the members, it's how do you not only coexist, but how do you thrive in a mm-hmm. community together? And that's really, that's what we've seen here at, at Allied. And it's been, it's been such a gift to see everyone just kind of rally around and what's next, what's next, what can we do? So, and there's a lot of that, you know, there are projects around the globe that we're actually working on to, again, to break down some of this diversity that, by the way, is intentional in a lot of cases. A lot of cases, no one means to to block out this person because they're a little different from us. So again, you have to go back and be intentional about who it is that you're including into your organization. I love that because Michael Knight had given a presentation and he had said, you know, diversity is being invited to the party and inclusion is being asked to dance. So we can have a diverse group of people, but if we're not intentional about listening to their opinions, not always doing everything that everyone says, but actually taking things into consideration, that's where the progress is. And Carla, um, any final thoughts? We have about one more minute, but um, any final thoughts to the women out there who are listening and uh, look to someone like you for mentorship and inspiration? Well, again, Jackie, I do want to strongly encourage all of you out there, you know, look for uh, look for your mentors. I can't stress that enough. Be flexible, be adaptable. And, and, and really try to look for ways to add value. You know, I, I do want to add something really quick. Early on, we had a meeting about the topic of networking came mm-hmm. up. And um, my definition of network was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. My definition of networking is reach out to those around you and offer your help. It may come back to you. It may not. But I promise you, if that's how you kind of lead your life and your community around you, then it just it inevitably does. So do it for someone else, not for yourself, but reach out and help someone else. And and I promise you, it will come back to you. Well, I think that you are the living example of that because you are a woman who really lives your values. I love that about you. And yes, and it has been so nice having you today on the program. Thank you so much for joining us, Carla. And also, we're so excited that you're going to be on our Women Electronics board. We welcome you. We're excited about that, too. And so you have a great day. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. You've been listening to another episode of Women in Electronics right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.